Hello there, welcome, this is Santi, and today we're going to be talking and comparing two of the best note-taking applications that are available out there. So these are powerful note-taking tools, and they are Obsidian and Rome Research. Now, I'm going to be definitely a bit biased because I use Obsidian primarily, and also I make content on YouTube about Obsidian, I make videos, and I also have an online course on Obsidian. So I'm completely biased, and if you do want to learn Obsidian from a beginner level, I do check, I do recommend you check out my Obsidian online course. It's the best way you can support my work, and also you're really going to learn the fundamentals so that you don't feel stuck, and so that you can learn it in a, in a very smooth way. But with that out of the way, let me try to be a bit more unbiased and compare Obsidian versus Rome Research. Now, let's start with a bit of an overview of the two apps. So the biggest strength of Obsidian and what I believe makes it so powerful is that it's local files. And this just means that are files on your computer. Now, of course, you can choose to use something like Dropbox, OneDrive, Google Drive to, or iCloud, you know, to sync those files that you have in your computer to maybe a second computer that you might have or to your phone. You know, and there's also going to be alternatives within Obsidian that allow you to sync across devices. That is kind of like a paid extra feature. But apart from that, Obsidian is free. And it makes it super powerful because every node that you take can be future-proofed in the sense that it's taken in a Markdown file. Now, Markdown is a very lightweight file. It's called a plain text file. And these files are going to be available for you within the next 50 years, 100 years, right? Like these are nodes that are going to be compatible with future computers because they've been there since the beginning of computers, right? And they're super lightweight. They can be open in several different applications, making it super compatible and future-proof, which is something I really care about when it comes to my nodes. Because chances are that if I took nodes that I value, I'm going to want to keep them around for long, you know? And we're going to be talking about that in, you know, the, the coming points of, of this comparison. But that is what I think makes Obsidian amazing. Now, we're, we're definitely going to revisit some of the other features of Obsidian, but that, to me, is the biggest pro of Obsidian. Now, Rome Research. I think a lot of people, myself included, have definitely thought of Obsidian as a Rome Research alternative. And, yeah, I mean, it is an alternative in the sense that you choose one or the other in most cases. But I think a lot of us make the mistake to think of Obsidian as something that is pretty much the same as Rome, but with local files. And to be honest, after experimenting with Rome and some other like uh, Rome derivatives, which are applications that behave similar to Rome, it's interesting to see that it's really a different beast. It's, different, it's definitely a different way to think about connecting your nodes and just taking nodes in general. So I want to cover a couple of those main, main ideas, what makes Rome special. So the first thing about Rome is that or at least the biggest pro is that it's a way in which you can take notes based on an outline, right? So the way that that works is just basically you create a bullet point. Now you write something in there and then you press enter and now you have a second bullet point. But now this bullet point, you have the choice to either keep it at the same level, you know, like a parent level as it's called or level one, let's say, or you can indent it. So that is a children level, meaning that now it's a diagonal, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to explain it with my finger in the air, but you have like a main line of text, which is a bullet point, and underneath that you can indent it. So that now you have an outline where that is like a children of the block above, and now you can keep doing that indefinitely so that you have like this zigzag of an outline where some things are kind of like a sub bullet point of the one above, and so on. I mean, think in terms of like 1 and then 1.1 1 .1 and then 1.1.1 1 
0.1, etc. Right, that kind of stuff. So you can create this structure of bullet points that is an outline. And what's really amazing about Rome Research, and after me testing it a bit more, and I've started to use an alternative of Rome called Logseek, which is definitely a conversation for another time. I do have a video on it if you want to check it out on YouTube, which I'm gonna leave in the description. But the amazing thing about taking notes in this way is that now every bullet point is what is called a block. These are all interconnected. They, they can all be interconnected with other bullet points in other notes. So now the big difference that makes it so different from using Obsidian, for instance, is that now the connections that you can do are down to the block level. So they're down to the bullet point. Whereas in Obsidian, the way that you connect notes is based on the note itself. So now you have note A and note B, and you can connect note A to note B, but if you have a lot of different texts inside of it, it's not that easy, although possible, it is possible, it's not that easy to connect in Obsidian, you know, like sentence number three to sentence number six in note, in, the, in, the, in another note, right? Whereas in Rome, or this type of applications, um, you can easily connect one bullet point to another. Now, okay, <laughs> that, that probably got a bit confusing, but hopefully you know what I mean. The idea is that you can connect to a more, to a smaller level in something like Rome than you can in Obsidian, right? So why is this even important, you know, like the interconnectedness of nodes and making links between one node and another? Why does it matter, right? Because a lot of us, that are into personal knowledge management and advanced note-taking, we might have heard of the term network thought. And network thought is really just like what some people call these next-generation tools, next-generation apps that allows us to connect uh, nodes with one another. But why does it matter, right? Because you might have seen that when you have like a, a, a lot of different ideas, a lot of different nodes, and you connect them, you create something that is usually called a graph view. You know, it's just a graph where you have a lot of dots, each one representing an idea. Uh, in the case of Rome, this can be perhaps even bullet points. In Obsidian is the nodes themselves, so the files themselves that are interconnected with one another. And you get to see these lines that connect these dots. And now you have something that looks like, a, you know, a constellation of stars or the neurons in our brain, right? And the importance of this is that our brains always connect things. You know, our brains are constantly having new ideas or retrieving old memories and information that we consider valuable. And they try to connect them, well, they, they connect them almost intuitively with other ideas and other thoughts. And this is how innovation comes to be. You know, this is how new creations come to happen by the connection of ideas. So by having a tool that works in the same way that our brains work, we're able to create something new, to innovate, to be able to connect dots that no one else has before, or to see things from a different perspective. Now, you might ask, like, okay, if our brains already do this, why do I need an app that helps me do it, do, do what my brain already does? And that's definitely a question that you might ask. And why not just use something as simple as OneNote or Evernote or, you know, Apple Notes or whatever default note-taking app that you have in your phone or on your computer? But the reason for this is that now you can externalize and you can take away some of the burden that your mind has to hold all the time. Plus also, our minds are unreliable in a lot of things, you know, like we don't train our memories to be that good. We don't really do what it needs to be done in order to, to be able to like have all these memories that we value fresh in our minds. So it's easy to get what scientists call 
cognitive overload, to just be overwhelmed by the amount of information that you have in your head. And some ideas that you might have are good, and you think you can create something innovative out of them, right? But if you don't write them down, if you don't know how to store them in a way that is going to resurface in the future for yourself, then it's very likely that you might lose that idea. And it might be an amazing idea worth writing about, worth making, maybe writing a book about whatever your goals are. Like for me, uh, you know, writing books is definitely is definitely something that is on, on one of my goals. Um, you know, making videos, making online courses. These are all things that I want to be able to achieve. And if I don't have a system that helps me do all of that and helps me like take a bit of the burden away of, of storing everything in my mind in a way that becomes confusing and chaotic and overwhelming, you know, then all of my good ideas might be lost. Now, it's also important to recognize that a lot of the ideas that we have are really bad, but sometimes it's hard to see that in the moment. So you have an idea and, and you might think, oh, yeah, this, this sounds good. But then, you know, like time passes, maybe a week and you revisit this idea and you say like, oh, OK, I mean, that wasn't that great. It was maybe the excitement of the moment of having a new novel idea. But having a system like in Obsidian or Rome allows you to revisit all the ideas and be able to assess if they're good or not. And if they're good, you make more connections, you make it so that it's easier to find a node in the future or connect it to other ideas that are also good. And if it's bad, you just can let it be there. You know, it, maybe one day it might be useful. Maybe one day you can revisit it and rewrite it and maybe bring something new to it that is going to make it more valuable for you. So... That's why I think in general having a system that is really powerful and that can help you connect ideas is really important. So again, going back to the discussion between Obsidian and Rome, I think what really makes a difference is are you someone that can connect ideas to the level of a note? So Obsidian, you just like organizing everything in small files, you know, like uh, you have like one idea. Um, I don't know. Do I have an example? <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, let me Let me try to think of something interesting. So... I don't know. Um, okay, willpower is a muscle. That is something that I have in my notes uh, out of out of this book about willpower. And willpower is something that you have to exercise. And this is an idea, right? Willpower is a muscle that you need to exercise, right? And the question is, do you prefer to have this as a series of bullet points or maybe even one bullet point? Or is this better fitted in your brain the way you visualize this idea is it a note of it of its own, right? If you think of it as a note of its own that has a title and then maybe followed by a little bit of, of more context of where you found this idea from or how it connects with others, then I think Obsidian is a good fit for this kind of way to think about things because now you can have that stored in one note in Obsidian and you can connect that to other nodes. But maybe you think more in terms of an outline, right? Maybe you're thinking in terms of hierarchy, which is a way in which you can think of like, okay, let's talk about discipline, right? Followed by willpower, followed by willpower is a muscle, and then followed by habits, right? And then in Rome, you can just do an outline out of these ideas and create a way in which you can like have something at the very top of just one file, you know, like all of this that I just mentioned can be all in one file in Rome and it's going to be able to resurface because like I said before in Rome everything is taken down to the bullet point level to the plot to the block level right 
So now you can create an outline based on all of these concepts that you want to grasp and which ones are kind of like bigger concepts, um, you know, like discipline. And inside of that, you have things like willpower and habits. And the way that you choose to indent them, you know, if you want to make um, something like habits, uh, a children bullet point, you know, a 1.1.1 of willpower and then willpower is 1.1 of, uh, what did I say? I think it's discipline, yeah. Um, you know, that's easier to do in Rome if you think in terms of outlines, if you think in terms of hierarchy and where does one idea belong in the context of another one, right? I think Rome is more well-suited for you if you think in that term. You know, if you think in terms of hierarchy and you think in terms of bullet points and outlines, right? Whereas Obsidian, like I said, is really about the note. Like a note, if you want to write a certain amount of context for every specific idea and you want to contain that within one note, within one file, that's easier to do in Obsidian. Now, it's definitely possible, more than possible, to do one workflow in one app and, you know, the other workflow in the other app. So you can also make outlines in Obsidian and you can also organize things by notes and file names in Rome. But I think one is better suited for the other. Now, yeah, I mean, definitely merging these ideas, having an outline inside of Obsidian is something I've been experimenting a lot with. And it's definitely possible, but it really depends on what do you value most. You know, like for me, I, I, I think the connection, the way that Rome manages to connect ideas down to the bullet point level is extremely powerful. And it's been really tempting to move to something like Rome for my main system. I must admit that, <laughs> but... The reason why I still use Obsidian and why I try to adapt things that are more possible and easier in Rome, but I try to do them in Obsidian, is because I really, really value my my ability to own my notes, you know, and that is huge for me. And I wish it wasn't that big because sometimes there's definitely times where I feel doing something in Rome research would be a lot easier than to do it in Obsidian. But because I want to keep things coherent and when something is part of a, a system that I'm developing that I know would match better with what I already have in Obsidian, I kind of need to put it there because the context is important. Having everything that is related in one same app is really important. Now, with that said, you can always use both apps. Like For instance, what I do is I use Obsidian for all my important thoughts that are interconnected and a lot of the learning nodes that I have on different skills that I'm trying to acquire, you know, just to give you a couple of examples, I'm learning memory techniques, and I have a lot of that, you know, stored maybe in Obsidian, or the things that I'm learning about memory techniques, I have them in Obsidian, uh, you know, I also do Rubik's Cube solving, and there's a lot of algorithms that I want to learn, or resources I want to have on that, I can put that in Obsidian, and I can revisit it, or I use a lot of, you know, I use a Linux laptop, and I like programming, and I'm learning that, like a lot of those things I put in Obsidian, but when it comes to, like, say, just me, journaling, just writing down my thoughts day to day, and I want to be able to organize that to the bullet point level, so that I don't really need to focus that much on what thought goes in which note or in what, how, how to organize things best 
like I think using something like the daily notes in Rome research is is amazing and it's a lot better. So if you like me, you want to use Obsidian and that is the main tool that you want to use, but you also want to take advantage of some of these interesting ideas that Rome Research offers, such as having everything in a daily note and be able to organize that and connect that with other notes so that you don't really have to focus on organization, but rather just writing and, and, you know, just putting your ideas down in, let's say, digital paper, then what I use is something called Loxic, right? And Loxic is an amazing free alternative to Rome research. And I've been impressed because it really shares the philosophy of Obsidian, that your files are local, that you own your files, you can do them in Markdown files. So, you know, as Loxic, because it's still a very early um, project, a very early on application, is going to be evolving with time. And I really think it's going to be able to be used in you know, like in a, in a good workflow with Obsidian, because it's Markdown files, you can open, uh, you know, the Logseq files in Obsidian, and and you know you can like interchange them because now these are files in your computer. Uh, so yeah, do check out Logseq. I have a video on it, and yeah, again, I'll, I'll leave that in the description because it's a really cool app that I'm really rooting for and I really want to develop because it gives us some of the best features about Rome, but with all the advantages of owning your files. So that is kind of like where I'm at right now. I've definitely considered, you know, like buying, paying for Rome, but because Loxic exists and because all of my important nodes are in Obsidian and I love Obsidian and it has so many amazing community plugins and so many features that make note-taking extremely fast, then I still want to use Obsidian. But like I said, like there's definitely parts about thinking in the way that Rome research works, in the way that an outliner works. Um, yeah, for that, I'm using Loxic and I absolutely love it. So that is kind of my takeaway on that. But again, I do think Rome can be worth it if you can manage to to feed all of your ideas and all of your organization and your workflow inside of Rome Research. I still think that's an amazing, amazing solution with the only disadvantage that owning your nodes is kind of hard and exporting them if you want to export them later to another application is a bit harder. And, you know, it's still possible, thankfully. But yeah, it's kind of an annoying process compared to something like Obsidian. If Obsidian goes away and you maybe, you know, Obsidian is not developing anymore or you just don't like the app anymore, it's super easy to move all those files to another application. So that is one of the biggest advantages of Obsidian. You don't lose anything you write. As long as you're responsible with your notes, you do your backups, uh, you, you can have these notes forever. And that is, to me, so powerful, so worth it. And yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So again, if you do want to check out Obsidian and you want to learn more about it, do check out my Obsidian online course, which is in the show notes. Uh, so do check that out. And again, like if you're interested in having this Rome research alternative, but you, maybe you're not willing to pay for Rome research right now, Logseq is the best alternative and it's free and it's, you know, it's just local files. And, and I, I absolutely love it. So I highly recommend it. I'm rooting for its development. I think it's going to get a lot more stable very soon. So I'm super excited for that. And when that happens, I'm going to start making more content on Logseq and so on. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this little discussion. Uh, pretty unscripted. These are all of my thoughts that I have regarding these two applications and these two kind of methods of note-taking and of organizing notes. So I hope it was clear enough. Please let me know if you have any questions. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.